One time for the team that's gonna hustle for the cream. How we know it's grind to the dough come. This debate that radio show we controlling the globe and we second to no one. Every time we emerge we put in that work in bank that do it for the culture. Putting on for the city that's 24 7. And we show we love like we supposed to. And we keep making moves by coastal. No those suckers didn't believe, but I told you. Bank that about to be your household name. And bank that mean when you pop more chains. You don't even know just how I really get. You're rocking with the best. So tune in when you better be. Plus, you're getting fancy like Nancy on every single day of the week. And chopping game like a Cherokee. Ballin' like Odell. Trying to step more mill. Networking every way is about to be your movie. Gotta go beat. It's the only way to do it. It's a conglomerate. We getting to it. Plus, we got heat for the streets while you're puffing on the cook shop. Leaf riding out on the interstate. We got Indies and majors. We international players. All about getting paid. Make sure to tune in and tap in with the movement. Cause it's about to go down. Shout out to Scover. This captain of the mothership. If you ain't know that you know now, we you about to get. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We tune in for another episode of Big That Radio Show. I am your host, Andreas, and I have a special guest today. We have Queen Key. Um, you do music. Uh, I was uh, looking at a sort of brief uh, thing, so you like to jump in every genre out there, huh? <laughs> I like to blues, R&B, pop, rock, soul, neo soul, yeah, rock, writing, country. Writing, writing, writing was so, my first love, so I write a little bit of everything. Oh, cool! You still you write number two in the uh, making area. That's what's up. I got a, I had an artist. Uh, I did a while back when I was managing. I got him to like number one for three weeks. It was like, what year was this? Oh, I don't even remember what year was it. So it was about five years ago, something like that. I yeah. dropped number one for the first two or three years when I put the music on there. But that music's been on there for like 10 years. Oh, that's dope though, because you know what I mean? People still listening to it. Right, so that's what I've like been So that's what's up. So, uh, what got you into like you know wanting to be uh, a recording artist and you know because nowadays everybody want to be a recording artist or there's like a whole lot of them. <laughs> um, I, I guess what most people say, I was born to do it. Um, mm -hmm. I started off young, so mm -hmm. I'm a military brat. Okay. Um, I traveled mm -hmm. around like most of my life, mm -hmm. so my mom used to just you know stick me out there. Hey, my baby sang, so you know like every mm -hmm. event. I started mm -hmm. singing, mm -hmm. um, and then I started writing. Okay. We came from the state of Washington when I was about eight years old. Okay. And we moved to the south side of Georgia. Mm -hmm. My aunt was the principal of Bruce Elementary. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah Dr. Campbell. Yeah, she was the principal. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I got there, and already being a singer, mm -hmm. I had never really cultivated. I used to just sing at home. Got plenty mm -hmm. of talent shows with my siblings, mm -hmm. but when I got there, I met Miss Austin, mm -hmm. and it kind of took off from there, so mm -hmm. I started singing in the chorus, mm -hmm. I went from chorus to honors choir, mm -hmm. I sang in the honors choir when Bill Clinton was president, I got to sing for okay. him, um, so yeah, I got to do a lot of stuff, I was the number one sight reader from 7th mm -hmm. grade all the way up until ninth grade, Okay. in the state of Georgia, mm -hmm. um, so just singing was just always a part of me. Yeah, I, that was how I expressed myself. That was mm -hmm. how I dealt with my emotions. And yeah. It was easier that way to do it than to talk sometimes. 
yeah, you know, it's therapeutic, and then, you know, just like, okay, so you're a creative, right? You're, or you should be like a creative creative, because you write, too. Right. Because, uh, you know, I know some singers who can't write a lick. Um, Me, too. But, you know, just see is what it is, and that's why, you know, recording <laughs> contracts are presented. Um, so, what do, you like, what do you like better? Do you like singing or writing? Probably writing. Okay. Um, because that's where I'm able to express it to begin with. If I don't write it, I can't sing it. Okay, well, I get that because you're a songwriter. You know, um, yeah. Okay, so why pursue, like, you know, this as a profession and, like, you know, because you're dropping music? Because um, you don't have to do that. You know, you can just go to a studio, record, or you can write, or, you know, record voice notes, stuff like that, just to be able to release that creativity. So why take it like you know, that extra steps? For all my life. Mm -hmm. um, I've never really been in, in it for fame. That's why I got the song, Not In It For Fame. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't really do it to become the next big Beyonce. Or, that's not really my goal. Mm -hmm. um, my goal is just to be able to touch people along the way. You know, make mm -hmm. music that people can feel like what I used to listen to back in the day. Mm -hmm. I don't get that too often nowadays. I get mm -hmm. a few R&B songs every now and again I can mm -hmm. relate to. Yeah, but yeah. I just really want to put music out that people can yeah. relate to more. Yeah, music has been watered down. I give you that. Um, it's not the same feeling, you know. Like you, my kids, but I got teenagers and they listen to ninety stuff. Right, my babies listen to what my parents listen to. They mm -hmm. walking around singing slow roller, you know. Yeah, they sit. That's say everything about <laughs> so. the fifties, all the way to about the nineties, which is a good forty years of music. Right. Or actually, some of the two thousands too. So up going into two thousand, mm -hmm. then maybe I think it dropped off around two thousand four or five ish, something like that. Like real bad. Actually, when when that whole snap your finger movement, no, it stuff, went down. Yeah. <laughs> It just tanked after that. Everything um, been gibberish uh, uh, for the most then, part. Yep. Whether it be R and B, rap, even like even rock songs and stuff that I hear nowadays, or even country songs, they're not just the same because country is more linear into pop now. Right. You it, don't know it's a country song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when you used to know, they, you know, they, they were down Smith in the gutter. Right there. Um, but you know, I blame her. Um, <laughs> uh-huh big machine records out there i blame all them doing right. that because that's what they positioned her as is yeah. a pop country. country not country and then you who happen to become popular but they positioned her as a pop country so then people saw the success of that and you know even though it's a business but it's a business when uh someone pops off like that it becomes the trend and everybody starts doing it because right. they want to get that money um so how's your journey been thus far? Because I know you know what I'm saying you. Uh, I, I saw some footage online where you was like performing somewhere. Um, so performing, I've been doing all my life. I started mm -hmm. off in a church, church of course. Mm -hmm. Um, so oh, when I was about what 11, 12, mm -hmm. I went to sing at TD Jakes Potter's mm -hmm. House in Texas. Mm -hmm. Um, my aunt is Pamela Davis Johnson, so I've done a bunch of live recordings and okay. recordings with her, gospel-wise. Mm -hmm. Um, and then from there, I've been a, a performer. Like, I've sung with Harold Thomas and Danger Zone, mm -hmm. um, Black Pearl, mm -hmm. I've sung with her, so I've done quite a few things. We opened up for Stephanie Mills when I first came back in 2018, mm -hmm. um, for that. So I've done quite... Yeah. Better stuff. Who opened up for the mm -hmm. M one mm -hmm. halftime show when I was mm -hmm. younger? I had a contract, mm -hmm. so it's not like I haven't had a contract mm -hmm. with Def Jam. Okay, how do you I like that? I was seventeen. I didn't take it. 
Oh, you, oh, okay. So you had one presented to you, you didn't take it. Was it was it like you know too much of the time? And um, that's no, it or? my I was under the age, so of course I needed my mom. Mm -hmm. Um, and when she when I presented it to her, she thought about it and she came back with. She didn't think I was ready. At first, I was angry. You know, I was like, mm -hmm. that's my chance. You know, mm -hmm. I needed to be in that. Mm -hmm. But as I got a little bit older, I realized that maybe then I wasn't ready because mm -hmm. then I wanted a deal so bad. And mm -hmm. now, I don't want a deal. You know, I don't want to. I mm -hmm. want to stay independent. No, you could have gave away your masters and love Yeah, and, I, and that was, that was one <laughs> thing I didn't want to do. That yeah. was the one thing they, I they, didn't want to do. They snatching them up for like ten grand now. So. Right, yeah, no rights to what you created and yeah. making money off of it. So, exactly. Um, um, I'm definitely appreciative of that mm -hmm. because you know, being young, I wanted to. It was diff jam. I wanted mm -hmm. to hop on the first thing smoking. Mm -hmm. um, but just over time, I realized that that ain't what I really wanted. It's not. I'm not in mm -hmm. it for the deal. I wasn't yeah. here to do what they want me to do. Yeah. And I don't dance. You know, I can dance a little bit. Now, don't mm -hmm. get me wrong, but I'm not the dancer. I yeah, don't yeah, want to yeah. sell six. I mm -hmm. just want to sell real talent music. Yeah. yeah. I definitely, I definitely can uh, get with that. So, how do you like, like, you know, the business side of being like your own boss and manager and all that stuff? Um, you know, because you know, even though you said you want to, you're not in it for the fame, but you know, you have to apply some type of marketing, promotion, things of that nature, just to be able to let people know that this stuff is going on. So. Um, I'm looking. How about that? I am. <laughs> I'm very fortunate in mm -hmm. my life to have come across people mm -hmm. that have been very fortunate in the industry. Actually, mm -hmm. uh, so I got a lot of connections and plugs, and I've had a lot of support. Mm -hmm. And people just guided me along the way, mm -hmm. um, in the background. Mm -hmm. And then um, my producer of all my tracks mm -hmm. is my daughter's, my second daughter's dad. And so he's multi-platinum, so he kind of, mm -hmm. you know, led yeah. the way of what I need to do, how I need to do it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty much equipped to record everything I do. So what you hear is me. Mm -hmm. I record myself. He produced the track for me. Mm -hmm. And in my own home, I sit there and I go back and forth and then I send mm -hmm. it off to be mixed and mastered. Mm -hmm. And so I pretty much do it, you know, myself. Yeah, self-sufficient. I love that. This is up. So, okay, I want to get into uh, the track that you said is going to be coming out here soon. Let me get back in here and do this. So just another hair. So uh, uh, before we get into it, um, I, I like how that comes in though. Um, it's, it's different. Um, so what, what was the inspiration behind just another hair? Honestly, mm -hmm. Tina Turner. <laughs> okay. Um, I had just got into a, a, a big discussion or heated discussion. I was angry. I was pregnant. I was mm -hmm. seven months pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I wrote about just haters, like, mm -hmm. what, what are we supposed to do, you know? Use them as motivation. Right, and that's what you it do. It didn't acquire more, but that's just right. me. I'm petty. Right, so, you just... I love my haters. What do you do? Actually Where do, do you go? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? I'm, trying to give, I get, I'm trying to give me some more, so, you know. Yeah. You're trying to, you, the more you have, the, that means you're doing a great job. You know? I, you know, yeah, no, I, I want a lot of them. Yeah, the more because you it, have, it fuels me. You know? Um, <laughs> you know, people don't understand. You know, like I literally use it for more. motivation because, like, you know, I'm motivated enough already, but it's like, you know, I'm at a hundred percent. So when I get the haters, whatever, it takes me about the two hundred fifty percent. So I love it. <laughs> like, it allows me to tap into like overtime or overdrive or whatever. But we're about to get into this real quick. This is just another hater.
but mm -hmm. the people that are gonna listen to now nah, I like that. Um I like the breakdown too and I can just ooh, I bet performing that'd be a, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the um like, that rock feel uh -huh, to it. Rock, you know, I get to have the wind on me and uh -huh, just kind of. Oh, it's a whole. I can just imagine. It's a whole it, yeah. uh, collaboration, everything. But the uh, <laughs> tell you who, whoever the band is, if you perform that with a band, it's gonna be a lot of band. They better get down because if you got all the energy and they ain't matching you, they gonna get lost. <laughs> that ain't uh, that is all you play with. Okay, so um. Okay, so like recording music like that, right? Um, that seemed like it would take quite a few takes to like really pull that off. Are you efficient at you know doing that, or did it take you know what I'm a couple of? Were you just like knocking it out just like that? Um, the way that I work is I start off with whatever track that I have, unless mm -hmm. I hear something in my head, and then I might call and say, "Hey, I hear." He created a track, and then mm -hmm. from there, I get on the mic and I mm -hmm. hum a few things and record that, mm -hmm. and then I write. And then once I write it and I get comfortable with the lyrics and how the emotions of it go, mm -hmm. pretty much record it. It doesn't take long to record it once I got it down. So you ain't in there for like hours and hours and hours and oh, hours. Oh no, we don't. You don't. Have, as long as you prepare, you know mm -hmm. how old people say when you prepare yourself, you do mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. When you prepare, like mm -hmm. when most people go in and they have to learn a song, it's hard to put emotion behind something when you're trying to just get a feel for the words. Yeah. So I like to better prepare myself. Once I'm writing it, I might go through it a few times, you know, play it, mm -hmm. sing it, how yeah. I want to sing it, and then record it. Okay, that's what's up. Well, preparation. You ain't not wasting all that studio time either. But you say you record at home too, so that sounds like, you know, so you get some good freebies. Yeah, um. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, the people who are in your inner circle, right? And everybody who knows that you have this talent and that you're singing and stuff like that, and I'm sure they've heard stuff. What has been the response? Have they been receptive to it? And like, oh no, uh, I don't think you should, you know what I'm saying, do that or whatever? Or are they projecting their fears onto you that they have? No, everybody is excited. Like, they've been actually, I've been the one that's scared. Mm -hmm. um, to put it out. Mm -hmm. I've been sitting on a lot of music for, uh, for oh, quite okay, a so while. So they've been pushing you off the so, cliff. <laughs> yeah, like, so they've been like, you know, you need to put it out there. Uh, she want to yeah. put it out there, do this, do this. You need to hurry up. You're mm -hmm. great. So for me to kind of drop it on them, because I didn't tell anybody until mm -hmm. I actually got everything done. Mm -hmm. um, they've been like just really supportive, shocked, mm -hmm. and just, you know, just excited to mm -hmm. really hear it. So. I can actually say my circle is amazing because yeah. everybody was actually pushing me to, to do That's what's up. I'm, I'm glad you got a circle, you know what I'm saying, help push and stuff. Um, you know, sometimes it's hard finding good help these days. Right. Um, <laughs> what, do you, what do you want your music to do? Like, you know, do you have a goal for it or? Um, I just wanted to touch everyday people. You mm -hmm. know, it doesn't necessarily have to sell so many or, you mm -hmm. know, I don't have to make it to no big main stages. Mm -hmm. um, but if I touch a few people and I get people through a few differences in life, mm -hmm. you know, I can't be anything but grateful for that. I remember performing at a Ladies in Color talent show one night, mm -hmm. and it was on a whim. Mm -hmm. And I sung a gospel song because I hadn't practiced nothing else. So you can't get me up here to sing anything that I don't know I can yeah. sound good at. So I ended up singing Smoking North World, I Need You Now. Mm -hmm ended the contest at the last minute, ended up winning. Lady approached me at the end and she was like, you know, I've seen you so many times at my daughter's school and I didn't know you, but mm -hmm. my son just committed suicide and you mm -hmm. just don't know. Sometimes just 
hearing somebody and the mm -hmm. feelings that they have mm -hmm. that could just get people through so to have yeah. been there before where mm -hmm. she was and feeling down and it depressed and not to have mm -hmm. music to get me through that. It, yeah. it doesn't matter if it touch a whole bunch of people, as long yeah. as it get somebody through. As long as it touch the right people, right? As long That's as it touch the right people and get them through whatever they going through. Okay. Um, are you are you uh, affiliated with the uh, BMI or ASCAP? BMI. Is there any particular reason why? Um, no particular reason why. When I did the the weigh-in of it, it's not really a difference. Um, no. I tell people there's only one difference. What's the difference? Um, the difference from my perspective, uh, and I work with both systems or whatever as far as like registered music with artists and all that stuff. First of all, BMI, when you gotta, if you do something and you mess up like the registration process, it takes a month to respond to emails. So the customer service sucks. Um, but the difference is the board of directors. Um, ASCAP has active music publishers and uh, songwriters on their board of directors. So as a company, you know, they're making decisions, of course, to make money, but I would think it's in the best interest of artists, artists and uh, writers and you know music publishers, whatever. As opposed to BMI, I'm like anybody sits on that board, whoever you know, with big business or whatever. Um, and it's not necessarily made in uh, the direction of you know what's going to be how how the decisions are going to affect you know songwriters and stuff or music publishers. Right. So that's the only big difference. I'm like the four wheels is pretty a much big the same. Though. Well, that that is a big difference. Um, <laughs> but that's a big difference, though. The ASCAP system, though, you know, I'm I'm, I'm ASCAP. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm very biased towards them because I can go in their system and like fix stuff and all that or whatever. Updates just like that or whatever. Being mom, I'm like, yeah, I hate this stuff. I have to call them and all that, and then you gotta find which one yeah. you gotta call. Like, I know. Uh, yeah, it, uh, like I had to fix somebody's stuff, whatever. And I thought the uh, the quarter, the headquarters here in Atlanta, well, not here in Atlanta, we're gonna make it, but in Atlanta, whatever, we'll handle this area. No, it's the one in Nashville. So like, <laughs> Doesn't make sense to me, but hey, whatever, you know. I'm not well, I have here. one here if we can. Yeah, get exactly. I'm like, to me, I think Atlanta would cover like the whole state of Georgia, Florida, and you know, knows, you know, wow. artists. But yeah, doesn't work that way. I'm like, okay. But no, I meet a lot of people here though who are uh, BMI, and I'm like, yeah, you know, have at it if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> you know. He's gonna make me go change and get a. Wait, no, you, you uh, I'm, I'm telling you, like, it's, it's, it's easier. <laughs> just make sure you know you gotta get your letter of uh, clearance and all that, or whatever, okay. and you know, you get all that. Uh, you gotta get out of it before you register with the other one. Yeah. But yeah, so. Um, what okay, so I know you like to bounce from genre to genre, but do you have a particular genre you like to stay in, or you whatever is RB? RB, it's my favorite, of course, because it's more of a feel, you know, it's whatever it's an emotion, whatever people say it's feeling. I could be angry and scream, I hate a person right now in a song, and it might be a hit, you know, or I can cry, you know, be sad, and it might go for a lot of people because a lot of people say it, you know, so it's just. Right. It's so more of an emotional uh, expression. Like, where you R&B inspiration? Who you draw inspiration R &B from? R&B inspiration. I would have to say my R&B inspirations would be like your Anita Baker, okay. Tony Braxton, um, Stephanie Mills, of course. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a Shaka fan, but okay. I'm a only certain Shaka songs. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. No, no, I get that. Too much hollering. I can't. <laughs> Stop screaming at the mic now. <laughs> <laughs> 
And <laughs> um, Betty Wright. Okay. I love some Betty Wright. You know? Any uh, any people that you uh, like this, you know, regional or local area? Regional or local? Anybody you run across that you know? Oh, okay, they definitely got you know something that you know piques your interest. You know, I. I haven't really been out there recently, so I can't tell you that because I haven't really heard anybody mm -hmm. other than a few rappers. But like R and B artists, mm -hmm. nobody like regionally or locally. No, see, you see that, y'all? Yeah, I gotta step y'all game up. Yeah, um. <laughs> I need y'all to do a little bit better, you know. But I'm gonna show you how to do it a little bit, just a little. Okay, don't hold me to that too much, just a little bit. But yeah. So um. Putting yourself out there now with like social media, you think you're going to be using it as a good tool or do you think, you know, social media sucks or are you indifferent to uh, it or what? Nah. So I'm a technology guru, so to speak. That's what mm -hmm. I've done for the past 15 years. Okay. Um, so I think social media is really going to be like a lot of how I, you know, mm -hmm. compensate for mm -hmm. what I want to do if I don't want to go mm -hmm. mainstream and I still mm -hmm. want to entertain those across, mm -hmm. you know, different platforms from anywhere. I think utilizing social media and, you know, being consistent and constantly mm -hmm. engaging with my followers would be the best way for me to like, because mm -hmm. even if I decide, you know, to do shows from my house and put a drape up, and, mm -hmm. you know, make it look like a stage, mm -hmm. you know, I can still charge for that. If yeah. I got a good following, it'll make sense. So, yeah, no, I tell people, I don't understand why, like, all the, like okay, I saw some of the indie artists doing it, whatever, and, like, I did a couple of indie um, verses and battles um, last year, or what year is this, 2020, something, I can't remember, whenever it's it was. 2022. Yep, they all run the same to me. Um, yeah, just like the days. You know, Sunday is just like Monday, and Monday is just like Friday, so... They do go by so, like... Yeah, they do. Um, shit, I can't remember what I was... Okay, so, let's see here. Sometimes I get off track, or whatever, you know, it's just the brain. I don't know, maybe it's ADHD or something like that, I don't know. I, I come across a one. few people that tell me that. They're like, you know, I got ADHD, don't, hey, don't, I'm, don't you know, hold me I'm to I'm already diagnosing myself, you know. <laughs> I'm not a therapist. Um... Oh yeah, so I was doing the indie uh, concerts and stuff, and I don't understand why people didn't take advantage of that, especially like with verses being the catalyst of showing that you could do that. Now I saw a couple uh, independent artists around here do it, but I mean they didn't do it like they could have. Um, I'm like, because you can build a platform, you don't have to have a, a million followers and nothing like that. Well, I don't, I'm like, why well, on Facebook? I you need ten thousand for a page, and you can start monetizing. Right. And you know, I mean, that's a form of revenue or whatever. So yeah. I don't know why they don't do it, but anyway. Um, okay, so let me ask you that. So as a technologist person, right? So that means you're analytical, correct? Correct. Um, so you like you got a business side to you. Of course. Um, do you think you, you're able to blend both worlds, you know, uh, perfectly? Or because I, I run into a lot of creatives, artists, and they seem to have a hard time with business. Really? Yes. I'm amazing at it. I just launched my my coaching business, so mm -hmm. I do pretty good. My music is my release, so mm -hmm. my mind is constantly thinking numbers and fixing and mm -hmm. problem solving, and my music is how I escape that at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So I'm in school to get my master's at the moment too, so okay. like, that's, what's I, up. That, that's my escape from all the yeah. reading, of course, and mm -hmm. whatever I'm fixing. Okay, so you mentioned coaching business. How do you bring, how do you show value for that for, to people? How do you show value? Mm -hmm. Um. 
I thought, you know, at first, that's going to be hard because how am I supposed to get clients? But in the music mm -hmm. world um, that I function in, um, being that I am inclined to a lot of different artists mm -hmm. writing songs for others, mm -hmm. uh, I kind of, that's how I decided to start my coaching business, is just working with others and showing them that there are other ways to achieve goals and showing mm -hmm. them that there are different steps that they may not know, different activities to mm -hmm. get beyond points they, you know, that they mm -hmm. want to do and, and see things in life. So I just started off with people I knew mm -hmm. and artists that I knew that needed that, hey, you want to do this? Okay, well, let me show you how to do it. Let's go through these steps. Mm -hmm. um, and by doing that, I was able to just word of mouth show others that, hey, this is this is what I can produce. Mm -hmm. You know, if you need me to start off by this, I can, you know, start off and give them some examples of what mm -hmm. we can work on and how we can work on those things. Mm -hmm. And then we just go, you know, off of that. Because I want people to know it don't always take a psychiatrist or a doctor to really help you. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's just learning how to cope and mm -hmm. manage and deal with things in different ways. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people don't know how to do that. So. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't. Um, okay, that's dope. Um, so as far as like writing for other artists and stuff, do you like hold back any other talent or you know if like if you get a particular artist right assigned to you or you know you meet a particular artist and you know you might have a certain way or a certain i don't know swag or whatever or how you see them do you ever like you know pull back a little bit to try to meet what they have put out or do you try to push them in a Push the envelope. Uh, I'm always push the envelope, okay, just mm -hmm. a little bit, uh, because for the most part, people, uh, you know, even myself, when I write with other people for myself, mm -hmm. I want them to give me something that I might not think of, because that's what they, you know, that's mm -hmm. what they're there for. So when yeah. I go in to write for someone, mm -hmm. I definitely want to know what they want, what they're looking for, and what they they think they want anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm gonna give them something that fits them. It may mm -hmm. not necessarily be what they want, but mm -hmm. it is what'll fit them. It's something mm -hmm. that is, you know capable of them to create and make it their own mm -hmm. and it's what they asked for now I've had a, a lot of arguments mm -hmm. I mean I've went to some screaming battles with mm -hmm. people because they didn't want to do what I wrote but mm -hmm. after it was recorded it's mm -hmm. like I didn't think it was gonna sound like that you know you pushed me to a different yeah. limit but I love to mm -hmm. hear like especially singers I love I hear singers and most people are like oh she you know, I might not want to hear her do this, but I love to hear, you know, mm -hmm. people go and especially do things that I can't. Mm -hmm. So I'm always going to push them beyond what yeah, they might think they're I like capable that. of. I like that. I like that you stand on your stance and you push them to get out of their comfort zone. Right. that's how you keep pushing the envelope. Because that's how you get better, you know. Yeah. You want, and that's in any aspect of life. You know, mm -hmm. if you're not pushing yourself or somebody's not pushing you to be better than what you are, you get stagnant, you mm -hmm. know. So you want yeah, to be your best. Exactly. Um, how do you handle the writer's block? Writer's block. Um, I normally get real silly. I just get in there and just start like doing spoken word or mm -hmm. just start saying random stuff. Or and then mm -hmm. I take those ideas and listen to them. And eventually, you know. How long have you stayed in like you know? Good, I remember one time when I did I did five projects, and I think in a span of a year I did like three of them or close to two and a half something like that. And then I had like a writer's block for about four months. Everything I was writing or whatever just didn't really, you know what I'm saying, I didn't like it or whatever. I think my longest was like maybe six, five and a half, six months. Yeah. I was just stuck mm -hmm. um, in life. I was just stuck all the way mm -hmm. around. I couldn't, 
didn't have a, a thought that made sense to mm -hmm. want to write. Um, and then I really wanted to write, but I couldn't. Mm -hmm. You know, my words, even though I said them, didn't really make sense or give me a... Mm -hmm. Yeah, didn't give you like tingling sensation. Right, uh, yeah, so yeah, 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 that's frustrating. You know, you mm -hmm. get real depressed like that yeah. when you really want to get yeah. it out and you can't mm -hmm. get those words out. People who are non-creative, right? Do you think they actually understand the creative process and the fact that, you know what I'm saying, you can't force creativity? No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't think most people do because, you know, when I'm talking to people that aren't, you know, creative in that way, they be like, well, why don't you just do it? And I'm mm -hmm. like, it's not it don't work. It don't you know, work like that. I wish I could go in and turn on the switch. And we, I would have songs for days if that mm -hmm. was the case. Yeah. Um, but... It, no, I don't think they really understand. It's not about just writing something on a piece of paper. It has to be a story. It got to make sense, you mm -hmm. know. It got to be something you can relate to in order mm -hmm. for it to come off the way that mm -hmm. you want it to come off. So, yeah. it doesn't come that easy, unfortunately. So, you think your uh, creativity is just going to stay with music or you think you might end up doing other creative things? I don't know. I, I, what's my slug? What God has for me is for me. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to limit myself. Mm -hmm. Um, so I know I'm capable of doing a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And so whatever is for me, I'm going to go for it. You know, if it's for me and I'm in a position to take it and accept it, I'm going to do my best to mm -hmm. <laughs> give it all I got, you know. Mm -hmm. So whatever, whatever I can achieve, I'm going to try to accomplish it. Okay. Is there anything we missed? Did we miss anything? <laughs> I've been talking, girl. I did not know I could talk about myself like that. Lord. <laughs> Okay, so you can find me a little bit of everywhere, of course, on TikTok, Queen Key, um, on Instagram, Queen You can find me on Facebook, you can find the Queen Key, Queen, Queen Key music page, and then the actual Queen Key Facebook page itself, Twitter, Queen underscore Key. Same exact thing, all the music platforms, of course, Apple, Spotify, um, SoundCloud, music drops tomorrow, so they'll be ready, which, you know. Yeah, see, there you go, and y'all go and follow and support and purchase and stream and all that stuff, so. Thank you for coming out with like merch and stuff. Or? Okay, so when she has the merch, I go and you know buy buy five, six pieces, and then tell all your friends to buy it too. Um, and if you have not already, you can go and download that Big Dot Radio Show app. Trying to hit the 2,000 this year. Yes. Thank you, man. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you. Yeah, you know, That's my first podcast. <laughs> that got to be hype. First of yeah. Nini. I'm trying to tell you that got to be hype. We're going to start this one one day. We're going to 